and welcome back to the Girls That Get It podcast with your hosts, Ken and Han. And we are back with episode five. And today we're going to be talking about all things post-grad life. But first, we'll just get into our highs and lows of the week and then get into the juice. So I'll let you go first. All right, you guys. So technically, these are my highs and lows of last week. We record this on Monday slash Tuesday. But I just want to preface, like, sometimes these, they're not, like, too dated. But, like... A lot of times I've moved on from my lows. So, yeah, but I'm going to preface this because my lows were sad. They got me down bad last week. Do I? I don't even know if I know what I guess I I, you'll know. Last week feels like a whole lifetime ago. So sometimes it's hard to remember. I know we haven't caught up until today, like right before this. But you know about this because I've talked to you about it. And it was honestly probably why I was semi distant last week. Um, Uh I had been interviewing for two jobs that I was so, so, so excited for. And I found out on the same day that I did not get either of them. Um, Mm. If anyone is going through the application process of getting your first full-time job, I feel you. I empathize with you. I am struggling with you, Um, which we will talk about today. So fitting Mm -hmm. for this episode. I didn't even plan that. Um, That's funny. But yeah. I, I feel like I turned it around pretty quick because I just had this realization. I was like, you are still in control of your life. You are not defined by your rejections. It happens for a reason and really just put in the work and turn it around. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely just had the moment where I was like, goodness, the world is against me. But yeah, that was my low. Um, mm-hmm. And then my high, I think I'm going to say it's technically happening today. But... I knew you were going to say that. I, that was loud. Sorry. I knew you she were like, going to say cheating. that. She's like, you're cheating. I know. I could I save this it. for next week's episode, but maybe something even better is going to happen. Um, Girl, I we overall, can help. We can help. Let's hope. Honestly, like and subscribe because this is good. Okay. It okay. is good. Okay. Give us um, the tea. What's your high? My high is that I posted a TikTok. Is it cut out? Why are you giving me that face? Um, Because I'm scared. I'm scared. It didn't cut out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, my eye is that I posted a TikTok yesterday and it currently has over 90,000 views and 5,000 likes. And that is a lot for your girl. That's a big number. Yeah. 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 I have been waiting for something to kind of take off like this to hopefully gain me a few followers, a few Mm -hmm. likes, help me in the algorithm somewhere. So if you haven't followed me on TikTok, shameless plug, it's just at kind of Casto. I will Um, say when I was looking earlier, when you like said this and I checked and then I was like checking every like hour to see where it was I noticed that like your most recent like seven TikToks all have none of them have done 90k like that one but they've all done like in the several hundreds and you've had like another one get in the thousands which I feel like is a higher average than normal yeah before this one went viral I will say the ones prior to it were like higher than my average and I was like okay like they were good content. They were good hauls. They had interesting things like people engaged with them. So that was that. So mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't expecting this to go that far. I will say I'm a little salty because they were about my favorite shorts in the whole entire world. I'm very passionate about my Aritzia TNA mm-hmm. butter, specifically the leggings, but I'll let the slorts, the slorts, the shorts slide. The <laughs> um, yeah. They're sold out. Like I didn't think That's I was depressing. that powerful, but I am. <laughs> Shout I know. out to me. Cut me a check, Aritzia. That's what I was going to say. Maybe one day they'll sponsor you and then you just will get I've paid I've never for seen this. them sponsor anyone. So if they did... Maybe you'll be the first. And I'm not even... Like, if you think I have a lot of Aritzia stuff, I'm not even close. Because they do have... They rank each customer and you can be number one. Oh my gosh. Do Who I, the heck is number one? I, I want to the, know them. The fact I even know there's like tears and... Anyway, we won't get That's into so that. Funny. That's a whole other topic. But what about you? What about your highs and lows from last week? Mine were nothing revolutionary. Um, I'll start with my low. And now that it's over, I kind of forgot about it, like kind of like yours. But I just, I had a stressful AF week for school. I just had like 10 hundred more assignments than normal. And I think it's because I'm about to graduate and all these like projects are coming up. So I'm like, oh, and they were all due like last Sunday, Friday situation. So I was like, oh, crap. Like I haven't started any of these and I have like two papers, two projects. It was just stressful. And I was just like not having a good time. So that was 
That was probably it. Nothing like too depressing it's also or anything. Fitting for today's episode. It is fitting. It is fitting. I was just super stressed and I was just wanting the week to be over like ASAP. Um, but now it is. So thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And then my high is that honestly, I just had a like a lazy weekend at home with my boyfriend and that made me so happy because I feel like I've been on the go so much the last month that I like missed being at home and just like chilling and doing nothing. So I really enjoyed that time just to like hang out and not and not do much like I'm we only ate out one meal last week and that's how much we stayed at home I feel like that's really good because I feel like that's kind of like one of the things you guys do I know it is we literally only ate out on Friday night when he got here and then every everything else we made at home like all breakfast lunch dinner like everything wow look at you go that's impressive i also think people underestimate the power of like a good quality like comfy cozy weekend it's true it's true i i i'm i'm a sucker for that especially after being gone for like so long i just love staying home and like cuddling up watching a movie watching a tv show we started a new yeah. tv show which i want to know if you've heard of it or have seen it it's called inventing anna i have heard of it i have not seen it you haven't seen it i don't even i, I we literally binge the whole thing in a weekend and i'm like kind of forgetting what it's even about already it was pretty good but i didn't doesn't know she impersonate people so and then ends up in jail yeah it's based on a real story though she's like a it's yeah. she's some Russian girl who like pretends to be a German heiress and makes all these people believe that she's she's rich. So she makes them like want to invest in her because they think she has money. And then everybody figures out she doesn't. Yeah. The girl that it actually did it was on the Caller Daddy podcast from jail. I know. You got to watch it. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched, watched it because I didn't watch the show. And I was like, I can't. I want to watch the show. I mean, I want to I want to I want to watch the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um. But yeah, that was a little sidebar, but just being home and relaxing and chilling was very nice and it was good to take a break. So that was definitely my high and it was amazing. So, so fun. Yeah. Um, let me go back to this question list. We're going to get into post-grad life topics, questions. We're kind of going to go back yes. and forth and just ask each other questions, have a conversation and just give y'all hopefully some helpful advice with yeah. Kenna have already experiencing it. And I'm like about to experience it. So, yeah, I feel like we have two good perspectives on it. I graduated last May in the middle of a pandemic. The last year Mm -hmm. and a half of my college education was through a pandemic, all remote. um, And I'm obviously currently still in the job hunting process. um, But I just wanted to give that little intro if you're new listening and don't know. Who Hannah yeah, and I yeah, are. I for, I forgot to do that part. Sorry, but yeah, that's You're gonna. Good. And then I'm a I'm about to graduate in May, and it is April, so in a month. So I'm like currently about to experience all this stuff, like yeah. really soon. So that is that's a little background. Um, but I feel like the first topic that we want to talk about is like perceptions of post grad life. And Kenna came up with this question, but basically just like what were our perceptions like as a kid or when we were younger and when we kind of started to think about it and then like what how has it changed since we've gotten older and since you've graduated and since I've been in college yeah I brought this up because specifically I have such a like hardcore like child memory of this concept of this idea I have always struggled with knowing like what I wanted to do with my life and when I was younger, I defined that as like what I wanted to do in college because that was just the track that I thought was for me and what my parents like mm-hmm. encouraged me to do. So I remember being in the fifth grade and sitting on my bed and not only was I struggling at the time with what I wanted to do, but I was like, mom, I cannot comprehend the idea that you just graduate from something and you just boof adult job. I was like, what happens in between? Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, sometimes you go home and like live with your parents. Sometimes you go to like interim housing. It really just depends on what steps you take. She's like, sometimes if you're really proactive and get lucky, you just move straight into like an apartment and like you have this full-time job. And I just could not wrap my tiny little brain as a fifth grader around like, so all of a sudden you just stop doing what you've done the first 22 years of your life. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do you just know? I was like, 
I don't, where's the stepping stones? So I, mm-hmm. this, and I told myself in that moment as a little fifth grader, I was like, you will not move back home and you will not live with your parents. You will not. That is genuinely has been always not been an option. my biggest fear in life because yeah. growing up, like I was like, I do not want to be that kid that crashes with their parent. I think the movies and just life in general makes the idea of go, moving back home after college, at least for a long period of time, very frowned upon. And there's so many, like, mm-hmm. in my opinion, like horror stories, which I say that with quotations around it because you are not defined by that and there's nothing wrong with it now that I've come to learn that. But society makes it seem out to be like, oh, you're a failure. You can't do anything without them. Like, yeah, yeah. I, the amount of anxiety in my life around this idea and concept and still to this day, as I'm living it, struggle to comprehend what is happening and just how like this big first quarter of your life is defined by school. And then the other 75% is a free for all. Yeah. Make, make it make sense because it doesn't. (laughs) That's all I got to say. And (laughs) that was my first perception. And eventually as I got older, I kind of started to get the idea of it, but still was like, does it really work that smoothly? Like, does it really? I still don't get the idea of it. (laughs) Me neither, man. Me neither. (laughs) And I'm live. we're both living it. Yeah. So is that similar to what you thought? Did you even have that like idea of it when you were that young or like, just I don't no. want to think about it so like it's not my problem until later. I don't even I didn't even think about it. nobody even you when at least when I was little nobody talked about graduate like I didn't know what happened once you got old. Like I don't nobody even really talked about that because like you're in 5th grade so why would people be talking to you about that? At least for me, like nobody said anything. Yeah. So I didn't really know like what college was or like what graduation was or what, like, I just guess I thought that you just magically became an adult, but I didn't really ever think about it because it wasn't like a topic of conversation. So I don't really have like an opinion about what my perception was as a kid because I had none. And I honestly don't think it was like till high school that I actually like took it seriously because I'm sure like in middle school, like I knew older people who were in college like whether it's family members or like whatever other people's siblings but I that didn't really mean anything to me I was just like oh college cool it's just the next thing I didn't really like connect it to like real life is coming um so probably when I was like in high school and actually like applying is when I really was like oh but even then I don't think it hit me that like what post like what what graduating means yeah i don't even think it really hit me till like now i was gonna say because it hit you now (laughs) no because i'm not graduated yet i was gonna say i feel like in a sense we have the opposite approach of this we're like i Mm -hmm. am a worrier i don't even like saying that because i'm trying not to be but like right you can even see it in me and my brother like there's certain things and we each have our own things that we worry about but this is one that i have worried about since as long as I can remember. Since, as long as, yeah. We're like, your approach is more like, once. you know, it could be happening tomorrow. We're like, I'll figure it out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe not that I extreme, used, but. I think I also used to be a little more worried about it as in like last year when I realized it would be coming next year. But as it's getting closer, I kind of realized that like, I will be okay. Right. And thing, it like. I will have a good life. I will eventually get a good job and I'll be fine. Yeah. So I don't need to like lose sleep right now over it, even though there's still some things that I do stress about, obviously graduating in a month. Um, right. And like, we'll get into more specifics of that later. Yeah. But I'm just helped. like, you know what? I can't control anything in this very moment. I can't do anything right now besides apply to jobs, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get one right now and be hired yeah. immediately. So yeah uh i'm still trying to figure out my perception <laughs> well, and, th- and that's valid i think both of us still are i think you will the rest of yeah. your lives um two realizations that i had is like adults are still figuring it out adults true people that are retired are like i didn't do what i wanted with my life but i got through it and it's really like your mindset about it and then yeah what you just mentioned it kind of makes sense like i don't have older siblings and even though i do have older cousins we weren't close with them 
when they were graduating so like i so didn't, you don't really know the ins and outs yeah. yeah i only had my parents perspective and even now like i think everyone kind of brushes off their parents perspective and like okay like back in your day whatever whatever like it's different now mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. i'm sure there's similarities but i didn't have a lot of older friends to look up to for guidance or to be like what was this process like and in hindsight yeah. i wish i could go back and like maybe ask when I was a junior, like on the volleyball team, like maybe ask my senior friends, like, what is this like? Or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of just like going it through with the homies and into like, it okay. blind. Yeah. 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 No, that's valid. Um, so I pause. guess or not pause. I don't know why I said pause. Sorry. Go ahead. Pause. Um, my brain just like turned off for a second. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I guess with that being said, Currently, you're getting ready to graduate in mm-hmm. a matter of weeks. The time is com- coming. Literally three and a half weeks. Like, mm, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's going to be so exciting to pod, like, these moments. I'm and scared. you're going to vlog. Follow her on That's YouTube. That's true. True, 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 true. Thank you. Um, which I'm excited to see, you know? Um, so what are your current post-grad plans? Do you have any? Share with the class. We'd love to know. We'd love to know. I love that you're asking this as if you don't already know, or you're like, you like got to pretend like you're hearing everything for the first time, which I guess you don't know every single thing, but it right changes now, daily. I know how that's like. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right now. Um, I don't have any plans to be quite honest, which is fine. Is it a little scary? And I'm like, wait, <laughs> okay. So this is what I would love to happen. This is what I would absolutely die for. Sure. I would love to graduate in May, right, which is in three weeks, Mm -hmm. and live in my apartment where my lease is up and my lease is until the end of July. I would, it would be like my life goal to not have a full time job the entire summer, work at my part time job, but like full time hours but be able to like do what I want when I want and like kind of travel and like have fun still. And then when my lease is up, it just magically transitions smoothly <laughs> into a job. And then I get to move. Somewhere. She threw that magically, <laughs> which there. obviously I'm sure that's like everybody's dream is to, for it to all flow that smoothly. And I don't expect that to happen. Yeah. That's just my dream in a dream, dream world. So that's my right. ambitions. So sure. I'm going to try to make that happen. But if that doesn't happen, I don't have a plan. I really don't know. My plan is to, I'm just going to like figure it out as I go, which I might, might sound like a bad idea, but like, how else are you supposed to do it? To be honest, like you can only plan ahead so much. Yeah. As someone you know that what is I mean? a planner, um, plans just get ruined. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what and, I mean. I'm a planner too, but like, right. it's just, especially when it comes to job things, like you can't count on no you can't count on something until there's one thing i've learned it's that (laughs) exactly (laughs) so i don't know i'm i just i want i need to make money obviously so i'm probably just going to start working more hours in my part-time job and then start like heavily applying yeah to whether it be internships or jobs or just like anything i can get my hands on to get experience and then hope that something falls into place like by the end of summer i yeah. hope but then again everybody does so we'll see what happens the cards are we'll update you in t- approximately uh, three we'll months <laughs> yeah we'll see you august 1st and i'll let you know what uh, what happened <laughs> the theme that episode will either be really dark or really happy i know it'll either be like you guys i did it I didn't, or uh, i didn't or i did yeah i hate to tell um, you well the okay. besties i got something to tell you <laughs> true oh god i'm not looking for i just want to i want to live in like the month of may for my whole life because i just feel like oh yeah it's like the like you get all the excitement after just graduating but you don't have to like be a real adult yet because it's like you just graduated yesterday like what do you i will say last summer was the time of my life right that's what even though i was unemployed even though I hadn't really started applying to jobs seriously yet, even though I didn't have yeah. a graduation or like a real school year. I yeah. was living and I know, I know. Well, and it's like she was a different girl. It's also literally the last chance I'll ever get to not work until I retire. Oh yeah. A thousand I'll be no like 
70 or you 60. You get those kind of vacation old. days in real life. Uh-uh. That's what I mean. So I better well, soak it up while I can. Yeah. And that's where at the time when I was going through it, I made the conscious decision like, okay, by taking the time now to take these trips, see my friends, like be a little willy nilly as the kids mm-hmm. say. um i'm okay with being quote-unquote unemployed living in my parents house for a little longer in august when my lease was up than like stressing myself out staying in new york and just basically continuing on because to me the application process reminds me of school because it's like applying to college it's like applying for i know we've all applied for part-time jobs in college it's just continuing at a much bigger scale and you sit at your desk you look at your screen you look at your portfolio mm-hmm. and like your resume <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. know what i'm talking like that but it no. just gives you school vibes and yeah well and it's like you have to some jobs you have to write a cover letter and then you have to like change it for every application because yeah. it's all different and sometimes you might even want to tweak things on your resume depending on the company a thousand you want to put you want to put your skills with the skills that they're looking for just all the whole nine so it's yeah it, and then you have take... to sit through interview and then maybe realize mm-hmm. how through the interview like i don't even want this job this they're not yeah, exactly like whatever it is like it is truly a process i know um, it is i've literally i've applied I, I will say i applied to one job one i did not get it that's fine but i only applied to one and i already realized within that how long it's gonna actually take to sit down and apply to freaking 10 jobs yeah in one day and I'm sure one day looking back at this, when we work for companies, having to hire people, we'll be like, we'll be like naive children have no idea yeah. what what yeah. goes through it. And right. anyway, on to the next. But well, okay. So I was gonna say with you with that question, what like what were your plans when you graduated? Um, like what did you expect was gonna happen, and what do you think was gonna happen? You've kind of touched on it a little, but yeah. I just want to hear like specifically. Well, for me, I started applying to jobs in January of my senior year. So basically the entire second semester. Now, when Mm -hmm. I say that, it definitely was not the hustle that I'm on now, applying to like several, several, several jobs a day. It was like Mm -hmm. one or two every week. And I remember in the month of January, my best friend and I made this goal of apply to 100 jobs in the month of January. Because we were like, if we go at this rate, Mm -hmm. then we've got to at least start the ball rolling now she completed this challenge i did not yeah um because we had a thesis a capstone and all this stuff going on and i was like i really want to put my best forward best foot forward because as a designer yeah um Mm -hmm. your senior thesis really helps you get a job in an extent because it's like the biggest piece in your portfolio um i also took took into note like i wanted to spend my weekends going out like i wanted to kind of like relax and like the in the downtime i did have instead of applying to jobs because again when you look at a screen 24 7 but will mm-hmm. i say in january february march april may and even june did i think i would have a job and like it would all just come together absolutely and yeah. in the back of my mind i kind of knew it wasn't going to happen but i was just <laughs> so in denial and just like, saying nope, it's, if i keep manifesting and if i keep being positive like it will happen because it's there was a happen. lot going for me and i had a lot of large companies reaching out and did do a lot of interviews and did make it very far and i this is just a note like there's so many jobs you don't get but be still be proud of making it to that final interview being the top three like candidates for a really sought after position like that in itself is accomplishment and so i just kept telling myself that and was like oh it'll turn around so i wouldn't say it was until august because I also took time off because I had to move states. Like I moved all the way from Manhattan mm-hmm. back to Wilmington because I knew I had made the conscious decision. I didn't want to stay in Manhattan anymore because it was so expensive. Boxed up my whole apartment, physically drove from Manhattan to North Carolina where we live and moved all my stuff. And it is still in boxes and almost <laughs> an entire year later mm-hmm. um, and was just like, this will be temporary. I'll be here. I'll figure it out. Um and I just hoped and honestly just prayed that it was going to come together. I kind of knew by taking the time off and really soaking in the time, it wasn't because to yeah. get what I want in life, like I have to put a lot more effort in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but I also remember just having the time in my life and kind of just trying to balance it all. So a little naiveness, a little. I also was very confident in myself when I graduated. I was like, 
you are good at what you do you're top mm-hmm. of your class like you statistically shouldn't have an issue getting a job you have several internship experience you have so, like you have a lot going for you kind of right, and i had had right. people look at my resume my portfolio um and all like that material that you submit in a job application i'd had it reviewed by the top designers at our school the top professors the top admissions office and they all loved it they were like this is fabulous this is some of the best we have ever seen and then i guess the icing on the cake i decided to do my thesis on the job interview process so Uh for an entire year i kind of got a prep on how to handle interviews Uh i kind of got a prep good answers to questions good questions to ask like in a way i was like how could i not get a job yeah like i had done so much to prepare i was like it's just gonna fall in my lap one day when i press send Uh um clearly it hasn't um yeah but that that was that initial thought right that's what yeah okay I cool. forgot about a lot of that, to be honest. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh Which I'm, a, I'm still confident. I'm still great. But we'll get into the rest. <laughs> it's a journey. Mm-hmm. She's like, shut up. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to ask something because I asked that. Oh, see, I just went on a whirlwind. Okay. Yeah, I know. This kind of hits into what we were just saying. But what is... And me being the prime example, things do not go your way sometimes. And I know this can mm-hmm. be a scary time, just what we were talking about. What's like your biggest insecurity or biggest fear, like going through this process? Fifth grade Kenna had a big fear. Does <laughs> senior in college Hannah have a big fear? I don't, and this might like sound like an exact replica of like what you just said. So I don't want to sound like I'm just repeating you. But I feel like the only thing I like, I'm actually, okay, no, my biggest fear, I was going to say that I don't get a job, like that it's just going to take forever for me to get a job. Cause I mean, that is a fear of mine, but I am afraid of taking a job that I don't like. And let me, let me elaborate because I understand that when you're fresh out of college, you're not going to get your dream job as your first job, unless you're really lucky. And if you are, that's amazing. I'm jealous. So I know that you're going to, in life, you're going to have to go through things to get where you want that you don't like in the moment, but it's going to benefit you in the future. So I don't think, and nor do I expect my first job to be like, oh my God, amazing. This is the best job ever, blah, 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 blah. But I still want to be excited about it. And I don't know why I just have this fear that like, I'm just going to have to take a job that I don't even like just so that I have a job, which maybe yeah. I will. And maybe I, it'll be okay. I think most people in life have to. I know, I know. I just don't want to. Like, well, I want to at least be somewhat excited about it. Can I do a Even piggyback if it turned... question off of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of job would you be excited to get? I know right now you probably don't have a dream job, and I only say this because we've talked about it. But, like, in case someone's listening out there and wants to help a girl out, you know. I don't know. That's the problem. I don't have, okay. like... There's no, because I'm a psychology major, if no, if people don't know this. So if you don't know this about psychology majors, you cannot work in the field of psychology with just a bachelor's. You need a master's, okay? So obviously, I'm not going to be out here trying to work in the field of psychology yet because I don't have a master's. So I'm going to have to get some kind of more general job that really only requires a four-year degree And I will say there are some jobs, like, for example, I was looking and I still plan to when I graduate to look more, but I was looking in like the PR area and a lot of the requirements that they um, listed, I fit into because you don't have to have a bachelor's in public relations to work in public relations. You just have to, they rec, they obviously, if you have one, great, but under the list of like, it could be a related required, it was like, social science, marketing, like blah, 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 blah. And even though you needed masters to practice psychology, I feel like psychology is kind of useful because it can be like you working with people and knowing how to like operate with certain people, I feel like is helpful. And so in that sense, like, sure, yeah. I qualify, but I don't have a specific job or field or like thing that I'm going after. I I really don't even know. I really don't even know what kind of jobs I'm about to be applying for, if I'm being quite honest. Yeah. I just um, asked because for you to want, like, if your fear is to, that you maybe won't enjoy it, I was like, 
What well, like I would, I, I would enjoy anything that I have an, I would, I would enjoy anything that I have an interest in that I think I might like. I would enjoy getting that and learning if I do like it or not. I wouldn't enjoy like having to stay at my part-time job full-time. Oh yeah. Or having to get like a sales job. I do not want to be in sales. Absolutely not. Like I would, like my mom's in sales. And she's amazing at it. She does great. She's like top of her company. Good for her. There's highs and lows tells, to that. Yeah. She tells me about her job and I'm just like, girl, I don't know how you do it because I could never do it. And even my dad, he's in real estate. Uh-uh. See, I could never. I would, yeah. I could see myself mm. in real estate one day, but not, not right I now. I just, I don't know. I've had sales jobs, obviously, on a minuscule level. Yeah. And it's just... It's not my dream for my life. I can do it now right. and I could do it temporarily, but that would be one thing that I don't think I'd be excited about right away. Yeah. So, well, and some people will see forever as other people's temporaries. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I'm also just trying to be open to like anything right now because with me not knowing what the heck is going on in my life, I can't really be that picky and I'm trying to like, I get that. Let if like certain opportunities come, I might just take it just to experience something and I don't know. For sure. I'm I'm in a similar vote. So we'll see. But what was my... Okay, so <laughs> that's funny, but we're not talking about that yet. Uh, misconceptions. What do you have... Okay, so what were some misconceptions of your own that you've now realized you might have thought was going to happen and now you've realized that's completely wrong? Or just like peers, parents, misconceptions about post-grad life just in general the topic of misconceptions give me your two cents yeah um so I think I had a lot of misconceptions about post-grad life I think I had a lot of even though I did my thesis on the process of job interviews I feel like how long they truly take also how wishy-washy companies are even at an HR level totally underestimated i was and part of this is just how my mom raised me like she is very professional very by the books like you do not mess around you come to play you show up on time you do not cancel like all these things and having interviews with large corporations where people don't dress the part where people aren't on time where they cancel 10 minutes before like the professionalism level that comes with specifically the job application process surprised by when it Mm -hmm. comes to my peers I think social media has really played a part. I think we all think the other one has it together. I think we mm-hmm. look at other people and we're like, oh, they moved to a new city, like don't know what they're doing, but clearly they're happy and successful because they got to do that. Or we see people in our hometown and assume like, oh, like maybe your parents are paying for you to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe you're going to grad school. Like everything kind of just seems peachier than it is. But with being at home and talking to my peers in different careers, taking different paths, whether that's going back to school, getting a trade job, starting their first like full-time job, I don't think anyone's genuinely like on cloud nine. I think everyone is dealing with something behind closed doors, whether that's like mental health, whether that's not being paid enough for what they do. Maybe it's taking a job they're not passionate about or in a place they're not passionate about. Maybe it's picking up and moving for the first time away from your hometown. I just think social media and I know I experience this and feel this. I feel like I have to be on. I feel like all eyes are on me and I feel like people have this expectation that like you have to make it and I'm proving Mm -hmm. to everyone that like hi I'm successful. I am worth your time money and like I'm exceeding your expectations of life. And yeah. I think we all experienced this in college, but it was a little easy to like ride the coattails of that four years and be like, yeah, I'm doing great, blah, blah, blah. And you have like the social things to kind of brag about. And now it's like, oh, crap, like people are moving up companies. People are not moving up companies. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of like eyes watching you because mm-hmm. it's the same when people get like married or have kids. Like how many people send that post to their high school friends and like, oh, I know Sally, like blah, blah, blah. She's now pregnant, married and have kids. Like same thing happens with job promotions. People look at LinkedIn, they watching, which (laughs) I don't know. Some of that has to do with just like nosiness, but I just want to say most people I talk to are struggling in some format. So Mm -hmm. you're not alone. If if it seems like other people have their lives together and you don't, they probably they don't. don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. And then I will say my parents' generation, 
Mm-hmm. I think like and maybe I'm just speaking on my personal experience because that's all I have to go off of. I think they try to be empathetic and they try to relate and be like, oh, this is what I went through. And sure, there are similarities, mm-hmm. but I think the construct of the world we live in kind of tying into like all eyes on you and that perception of like all knowing social media, all knowing pressure to like announce it to the world, what you're doing. Yeah. Um, definitely plays a role and definitely like impacts your mental health as far as going through this time period. I read a stat the other day that in America, the amount of people living with their parents at this time in their life. And I don't even think they mean people that have just entered post-grad life. I think people in the country as a whole is the highest it's ever been and it's over 50%. I want to say like 56% of people are living with their parents. That's a little shocking to be honest. I know. I And I, I gotta That's wild. think about also like there's still a pandemic kind of going on. Right. The past two years of those graduating classes of 2020 or 2021 have gone through serious mental strain just like the rest of the world. That's not to discredit anyone that wasn't in college during that time. Mm-hmm. But the workforce looks different. You're transitioning out of remote working. You're getting COVID when you go in person to work. Um, people are pushing back about going into work because they want to still travel now that the world's opening up. Like there's so many other factors involved, which is exciting to a degree. But like, I think our parents' generation sometimes belittle them like, oh, just suck it up and go get a job. Oh, yeah. When yeah. like you haven't even gone back to work and are still sitting at home. Right, 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 right. And then I'm sure there's all the political stuff, which I don't really have an opinion on about the unemployment and the benefits and pushing Mm -hmm. back student debt. Mm -hmm. Shout out to pushing back student debt for your girl. (laughs) But another, like, just there's so many factors going on right now. Like, it's not as cut and dry as it was in the 80s. No, which they had their own thing, but it's different because of the circumstances Mm -hmm. and just life. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. I'm talking to you. (laughs) <laughs> i don't even know like i haven't even talked to my parents about really like graduating or post-grad yet so like i don't even know what they think i th- like i don't even know what they think to be honest because we haven't really had time to just like sit down and talk i i don't know i just like don't even know what their post-grad experience was like so i don't even know what they think like that's we also, just haven't talked about it. We're yeah. just like, all right, it's happening, but we haven't talked about it yet. So yeah, it also cracks me up how different our families are because I remember when Colton and I were graduating, and really anytime like big decisions happen, like the four of us sit down, spreadsheets are involved, costs are oh. talked about. It's like this is the expectation, and these are like how things are going to get handled. Like we have the next. I may me realizing like maybe this is where I get it from, and like problems that I experience like home parents have like the next five years figured out in a sense not all of it but like well up to this point in my life it had been all figured out yeah 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 and my my parents are i mean they'll they talk through everything with me and like my dad has definitely asked me more than once like have you gone to the career office have you looked have you applied have you looked like all this stuff right but we haven't really like deep dove into like what i should expect you don't get the call every week that's like are you applying to jobs because that's what i got yeah we we haven't really gotten there yet which i'm sure we're gonna and he's been busy with other things yeah um so it probably has just been like it's not his priority at this moment because he has more important things that he's taken care of but well it's just different approaches everyone's different yeah 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 well yeah um okay so yeah we'll see what they with, have to say about with that, when that it gets there. i guess parents talking and asking do you find it triggering when people ask you what you're up to or what you do in post-grad <laughs> i don't even find it triggering to me it's more just i have to repeat a hundred times that i don't know which it doesn't necessarily trigger me or bother me but i'm just like i don't know what you want me to say like I have a job lined up in uh, Washington, D.C. as the head of security for blah, blah, blah. Like, I was trying to think of some prestigious job, but it's like... She's joining Secret Service. <laughs> I know. I mean, honestly, I would. Low-key. There was... You, this is so off off topic. Oh, but I was when I went, to, 
when I went to App State, there was a, a lady who worked for the uh, CIA. Um, she was like a secret operative or some, I don't know. She had some secret title and she got exposed. Like one of her own work, work somebody that there was a whole scandal. Her identity was exposed and she had to quit. And so now she's like a philanthropist and activist or whatever. And she goes around to schools and like tells her story and stuff. If you look it up in the news, it's there. Like she been, she done, she done been boofed and goofed by her own. Um, anyway, she was literally on the floor. Right, right. Oh I think gosh. her name's like her. Her name's like Valerie Plain or Valerie Plame. Why have we never talked about that before? I have no clue. But it was in that moment that I was like, you know what? Honestly, let me look up the application and qualifications to work for the CIA. But I She's never like, told I... anybody. I never told anybody because it's supposed to be a secret. You're not supposed to tell people that you're even applying. So maybe I won't. <laughs> but like, I low key. Would. How are you gonna vlog your life if you're a CIA undercover agent? I'd be. She's like, I, I have to lie. I'd. I'd have a double life. I'd be Miss Hannah Montana Part Two. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the video of you being like, I'm Hannah Montana. <laughs> I'm just I want to answer that, but anyway. Oh God, that's funny. Um, back to the topic. So yeah, back to the back to the question. It doesn't necessarily trigger me. Like I don't actually get mad because yeah, people are curious. They're nosy. Everybody wants to know when they find out you're graduating. But it's more just I feel like I'm just repeating the same thing over again. And I'm like, I don't have answers for you this time. So maybe I would say it's triggering because I don't love to explain a million times. But I also understand people are curious. And a lot of times adults who are older and obviously we're getting older. So it's becoming easier to have real conversations with adults. But sometimes they just don't know what to say to 20 year olds. And all they want, all they can think to talk about is like what you're doing. And when they find out you're a senior in college, that's like sometimes the only thing they can think to say to try to make conversation. And so while some are nosy, I feel like some are genuinely just trying to think of anything they can talk about with you. Yeah. I think some also always assume that they can help which is very very nice but there's yeah there was also a period where i was like i have too many people offering to help like right not only am i overwhelmed but when you get someone's like personal recommendation and like advice you kind of have to follow through because their name's on the line and i eventually Mm -hmm. just got to a place i was like "Mm -mm, no one else helped me because half the time i would be interviewing for something i don't even think i wanted or like and then but you were just doing it because Susie. yeah there was a point where i was trying to become um an executive producer at nbc and i was like nbc (laughs) yeah this is cool and like great opportunity but i'm like how is this gonna set up your career in design kind of i was like you need to refocus at least pick something that's like kind of related yeah but anyway yeah okay um that leads me to my next question which is oh i guess we were kind of talking about this earlier but we'll bring it we'll circle back so moving back home, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> living with your parents again after you were free for four years and on your own, what is that like? And give us your take. Well, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it could be a lot worse. So I'm really okay. thankful for my mom and dad, one, for letting me stay here and do this and helping me out as much as they have. I understand I have been a lot during this time. So shout out to you guys because it hasn't <laughs> been easy. Shout out um, to Kelly and Mike. Thankfully, they let me come and go as I please. I don't have to ask their permission to do anything. Um, they're supportive when they eat as a family. They offer for me to eat with them. Like... It couldn't get much better scenario wise, but I will say I my biggest struggle is that I'm still living out of boxes. Like I don't really feel planted or settled and a yeah. lot of things about my routine I've really struggled to get down because I don't like I still view this as temporary, even though mm-hmm. like in August it'll be a year of me being here. Like the past six months I've just been like, Oh, it'll come like next month I could be moving. And it just hasn't. So it's more just the idea of being here. I also feel not that I inconvenience them, but like I live differently than they do. Like I try to be Mm -hmm. as courteous as possible when I come in at three or four in the morning, but yeah, it happens. There's only so much. Yeah. There's only so much you can do. Um, Also the way our house is set up, 
like the common spaces are closer to their bedroom so it's like if i have dinner at like 11 o'clock which like i know i'm not supposed to do but part of me is still a college kid sometimes yeah, yeah. they're gonna hear it and it, they're never yeah. like don't fix dinner but they're like could you not so i could be sleeping because they have to get up right. to work mm-hmm. um but i will say kind of similar to the pandemic the silver lining is i've got to spend this time with them um my brother who got a job pretty much immediately after college and moved right up there. Like, I feel like I have a closer relationship to my parents now than he does because I've got to spend this time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know it. If your parents let you do that one, realize that not everyone's parents does some kids mm-hmm. in my situation would be working and busting their chops at some part-time job to pay rent on a house mm-hmm. that they potentially share with other people. So if your parents let you stay with them, realize how much they love you and how grateful and thankful you should be for them. Um, True. But also it's not the end of the world. Like everything truly does turn around, but where mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point now is like, it's really my mindset and there's highs and lows in this process, but I'm kind of at the place where like, I want it so bad. I'm going to make it happen. And yeah. like, I think you have to go through experiencing being really picky. Cause in the beginning I was really picky and now I'm like, get me out i'll, take, like, anything. I'll take anything <laughs> yeah because it's yeah. all temporary like i could work a bad job for a couple months and then switch companies it's or true. switch like work a part-time job full-time and then like get a full-time job who knows like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know it's it is also it more is. people end up doing it than not so don't feel like if you and i'm trying to tell myself this in case in august i end up <laughs> at one of my parents house houses um yeah you don't you're not you just because you're not yeah it's not a bad thing always yeah it's okay and a theme that i'm sure we'll talk about here in a few minutes is like it's a transition period like right right exactly okay all right um there's only like one more that you are asking me so i guess i know you can ask that and then we can um, I'm okay if you talk a little more at the end than me. That's okay. fine. <laughs> um, uh, the the last thing or one of the last things I have to ask you is, um, do you feel pressure to be accept? Mm, okay. Do you feel pressure <laughs> to that ex- back, back to, <laughs> to have a certain plan and how to deal with it post-grad? Like, do you feel that from society? Do you feel that from peers? Do you feel that? I guess we kind of talked about your parents haven't really been like, you must get a job or anything but like do you even feel that at all from anyone or no um yes and no now let me say let me explain because i feel like i do this a lot i say both this is my pet peeve well listen i do and i don't because i think it's becoming more i think people are like accepting the fact that not everybody is going to get a job that second they graduate right away but i think that's more of like our generation um, and I think a lot of the pressure comes from myself. Like my dad has asked me a lot about, cause, okay. Originally I was going to go to grad school. Okay. I didn't, oh, I told yeah. him, I was like, we're not, I don't want to go to grad school right now because I don't have anything that I'm passionate enough about to want you to spend that money on my education for what like what i don't have a specific area of psychology that i know i want to study so i don't feel like it was necessary to go get a master's degree in a field that i don't even know if i want to do so i was like you know i'd rather take this time to try to get job experience and then if i want to go back i will not against it i just don't have a specific degree in mind that i want so i think i don't know my dad is more of an old school thinker when it comes to this like you go to college, you get a master's, and then you get a job. He, like, the more education, the better, in his opinion, um, which that's how he was raised. That's how my grandpa was, too, so I can see where he gets it. Um, Does your so dad have a master's? For, no. My dad majored in psychology with a minor oh. in journalism, and he is now a real estate, in real estate. So, obviously, he, he didn't, never did journalism or, or psychology. Um, no, he did not have a master's, but that's also because in 1984, when he graduated, nobody cared if you had a master's, a bachelor's was as good as a master's. That's true. So you stood out just by having a bachelor's. Now 
he his generation thinks that a master's is what makes you stand out, which I won't disagree in some ways, but in some ways I will. So anyway, yeah. I think for him, ideally, like since I'm not going to grad school right now, I think his ideal plan for me would be to get an internship in the interim and then go to grad school in like a year. Ooh. I'm not saying that won't happen because I really don't know what kind of experience I'll have within the next year and what it might peak inside of me. I might realize, oh, this seems amazing and I want to get a master's in it so that I can do this job. Yeah. But I also, I'm not promising that and I'm not saying it won't happen because I just don't know. So I don't want to say like, this is my plan. Anyway, that's a very long winded way for me to say, I feel pressure to an extent because I don't want to like, quote unquote, disappoint my parents, which I know that if they heard me say that, they would be like, that's like, you'll never disappoint right. us. Like, we're so proud of you and X, Y, and Z and all of that. But I also just, I think the pressure is me. Like I'm pressuring myself into thinking my parents are pressuring me. So it's like, I'm putting it all in my I own head. I get that. Yeah. If well, that I think that sense. just means you're like a driven individual. Like, right, right. For sure. Yeah. Totally and natural so, and normal. Yeah. I do feel a little bit of pressure, but I'm also kind of realizing as it gets closer that like, it's not the end of the world if you don't have a job by July or whatever. Right. For sure. So okay. a little bit, but just deal with it by knowing that it'll literally fall into place. And like these next, this next year or two of your life while you're figuring things out, does not define the whole 80 years of your life. Like you're alive for so much longer than just two years. Retweet. But like, when you're older, even in 10 years, you'll be like, why was I so str like, why was I so pressed about thinking that like, I'm a failure because I didn't get a job the month after I graduated? Like, it'll mean nothing to you when you're older and it'll just be a distant memory. <laughs> a thousand percent. So not to dis discredit anybody's feelings now because they're definitely valid, but life goes on and you'll be okay. For sure. For sure. So... Okay, last couple things. Well, okay, so overall, I just want to know, since you have been graduated for almost a year, and I'm about to graduate, what would be your biggest piece of advice? And then, like, kind of tie that into, like, the biggest thing you've learned in your first year post-grad. Just anything that I should know. Tell them, let me in on the secret. Oh, well. If there is any. <laughs> this is an area of my life that I have been trying like I said on my first answer, trying to comprehend and trying to seek this guidance and wisdom that comes from it. Because I feel like for most chapters of life, we come away with these takeaways and these phrases that's like, that sums it all together. And I really mm -hmm. can't put my tongue on it for this era, but I think almost that in itself is the answer. Um, this is supposed to be a transition period of your life. It is mm -hmm. not set in stone like, your elementary, middle, and high school, and then college if you choose to do that route. Your next chapter could be five years. It could be 10 years. It could be five months. We really don't yeah. know. And it's really just about how you choose to spend it um, and the mindset you choose to put yourself in. I know a lot of my time has been spent being down on myself and being like, this situation sucks. Why is the world against me? And mm -hmm. there's days where like, I won't get want to get out of bed and I'll just want to be sad because life isn't going my way. But realistically, mm -hmm. that doesn't change things. And sure, go through those emotions, but also you get in what you put in. Um, and going back to the social media thing and just perception is everything everyone's life is not great it might look like mm -hmm. everyone has it together but they do not and take one step in front of the other i saw a quote the other day that was like you can be in a forest and you might not know your way out but can you see one step in front of you take that one step until That's you deep. get out because um True. Yeah, like you don't know and you're gonna come to paths where like you could go right or left and neither is wrong it's just how you choose to handle it and my mom always says life comes down to how you handle like the choices you make. She says it better than that, but you get the gist. 
Oh, need um, her as a guest so she can drop her. I know she's got some <laughs> good one-liners. It, they they make me mad, but they're good. There've been a lot. There's been a lot of things just over the years that you've said, and you'll be like, "Yeah, I got that from my mom," or like she told me that, and I'm like, "Dang, she knows though." Yeah. Well, sometimes it'll be things that maybe don't hit home like right now, but in two years, we like, you'll be okay. like, "Wow." She was, yeah, I know. I I hate saying that because people always say like, when you're older, you'll understand your parents or you'll know why they said or did certain things. And you're like, no, but then you get to the point that you do and you're like, oh, they were right. Yeah. Anyway. But just breaking, boiling it down to like post-grad is not just the first year after you graduate college. It is the Mm -hmm. rest of your Mm -hmm. life. It is Mm -hmm. forever and ever. And the biggest thing I've also realized is everyone's story is so different. Like my mm-hmm. hopes and dreams are going to change in my lifetime. They're also going to look different than the people standing right next to me. The mm-hmm. people in my exact fields, the people in opposite fields, the people that choose to start a family, the people that choose to get married. Like it's all going to look different and there is no right and wrong. Just choose to find happiness within yourself and mm-hmm like take control of your situation as much as you can because really I don't think you're defined by anything except what you want to be and go after it because if we all went into college in my opinion with this idea that like we could conquer anything we can be anything we can change majors we can get whatever job we can play sports we can go out and do crazy stuff like you could still conquer anything in a professional sense sure there's a little bit more consequences but yeah you can still get it just as much as you did before. It's true. Or is that is that all you have to say? I've just I didn't want to start talking yeah. if you still have no, more that's thoughts. It. Are you you're good? Okay, okay, okay. I gotta come out um, there or else I'll talk forever. Oh, else we'll talk like for the next twenty minutes and then we'll be like, Oh, time to wrap up. Okay. Yeah. There's one more topic that I feel like we can both talk about a little bit, even though I just asked you that. We'll just um i'll mention this one is Mm -hmm. so obviously most people when did i just delete that entire no oh no i didn't okay we're good most people when you think about post-grad it's like stressful and you're like oh no like this is my life now and what the heck am i supposed to do with it i want to know like what what what's our take on like switching the narrative from amen this is terrible I don't want this and this is stressful to being like exciting and fun. And even though there are ups and downs and there's always going to be goods and bads, like yeah. why can we not switch it to being like, actually this is exciting and I'm excited to be an adult and like start my life. Oh, I like, think is we that should. Possible? I think we should. I'm hashtag team change the narrative because I I'm agree. With you. It's been, I know it's because we feel the pressure. It's because we feel this underlying loom to succeed. Right. Um, And I think the ones that are successful in it are the ones that stay positive through it. And that's something that I've had to tell my parents and the people around me. I'm like, hey, be tough on me. Give me that tough love. But if you're negative about my experience, like it will bring me down. Yeah. Like it will. And um, I don't. I think this is also a time period in your life when you like exit either high school or college and you begin that quote unquote real world life. You realize Mm -hmm. it's not glamorous. We have watched, I mean, we've been thankful to grow up in households that are like middle class. Like we have access to a lot of Mm -hmm. things. Our parents have nice things. They've worked really hard to get what they have. And we just assume that when we graduate college and enter this chapter, we're going to have the nicest car and we're going to live in the nicest apartment and we're going to have nice furniture and we're going to have extra money to take trips and go on vacations when like no one has the money to do that at this point in life. If you haven't had a benefit previously from other things. Right. And whenever I think about my parents and I'm like, how can I make my life like yours? Right. I remember that they are 60 years old they've been working they've been working to get there and they did not just my dad's or my mom's or whoever's lives were not when they were 22 years old they were not living how how they are now yeah like we are freshmen in the game they are juniors like when you were a freshman in high school or in college you were so lost and obviously by junior year you start to get it down you start to get a little perks of being the upperclassmen like Mm -hmm. it makes sense you don't have it all together it's um, true. It's true. Yeah. Cause, and 
something I've really honed in on is like comparison is the thief of joy in this world, especially during this time. Cause you can look at your peers that have it all together or you think have it all together or the people I've really struggled cause I don't know many people that have my career path and have mm-hmm. maybe the same ambition to like spend the next 10 years the way I want to spend it. And I, and it feels mm-hmm. isolating. I know yeah. a lot of, and especially as a female, I'm sure you can relate to this, like the pressure to have a family and settle down while also still wanting a career. Like, some of those things I don't see for like eight to 10 years. And yeah, then it seems yeah. very isolating because you see like your girlfriend settling down, which is like so happy for you. And like, again, journeys are different. Support them through that. But I'm like, don't compare yourself. Yeah. Kenna. You're, you're in a different, you're doing a different dance. You can't, yeah, you can't base, dance. you can't base your experience or what you think your experience should be based on other people because everybody's situations are so different and for sure it's all an individual thing yeah what about you do you how do you want to change that narrative to be maybe less stressful because it's undeniable just tell myself just fake it till you make it and just say exactly it's exciting instead of just making myself (laughs) that sounds so bad to be like just tell yourself it's fun and it will be but like i'm still telling myself it's fine and it's not (laughs) low-key like the your mind is very powerful so true and if you think (laughs) something it's most likely could happen like if i'm sitting here thinking oh my gosh this is going to be the worst summer of my life. I'm going to be stressed. I'm going to be struggling to find a job. Then, yeah, it probably will be if I'm negative right. Nancy over here or negative Nelly or negative Natalie. But if I'm, Natalie in there. If I'm positive Patricia, Patricia, then like, I don't know. I just I feel like I'm just coming to the realization as I'm getting older that like it's, it's a lot of things are mental. And while... Wow, obviously your mind can't control everything. If you truly believe something, it can really affect your life. Like if you truly believe something yeah. negative, it can really it can really bring you down. But if you truly believe something positive, then you will notice that you'll just feel a lot better. The world. If y'all are not watching the YouTube version, Kenna is out here like <laughs> making praying hands, like, praise like dance preaching, like thank God. Yeah. Um, but it's really true. Your mind is extremely powerful. So just take that into consideration and use it to your advantage. Use your mind to your advantage. So true. Because a thousand, because I will say my darker days weigh on me a lot heavier and it's easy to forget the good things when you get you just that job like rejection. A, you just the way you said that. Maybe you maybe it cut out, but you sounded like a New Yorker old man. You were like the way you said forget. You were like it's easy to forget that, or I can't even do it. Like you I forgot like the Jersey R and Shore. forget. I got excited. It's easy to forget that. Like <laughs> I was like, She's oh, going okay, back. Miss New York City Slickers back. Watch out, kids. Watch oh, that's out. hilarious. But yeah, I don't know. Just so I surround every, yourself with good people. Exactly, exactly. what Hannah said. You're, I, I think I learned that in high school through my volleyball coach that everything in life is mental. So I maybe I need to go talk to him because he's a wise dude. True. But he could give you, give when you you're off your mental game, um, which like, I know a lot of times, sometimes chemically you don't have control of and like, we well, all right, struggle um, with things, but exactly, like, exactly. the sharper you can make your mental toughness, the better you are in this world, maybe it's true. It's true. Honestly, that's, that's it. That's that on that guys. That's right. it yeah that's w- all. wake up hungry and go after it too like mm-hmm. i think sometimes you get complacent in this journey like nah be as hungry as it as you were for getting into that dream college getting that dream job like mm-hmm. be hungry mm-hmm. there's something i heard that was like would you rather like live on your knees or die on your feet or something not like actually dying but it's like being like like if you're the the analogy is supposed to be like would you rather live like just not really satisfied oh. or like die being trying or like being like super satisfied yeah. like, you know what i'm saying i that that's was probably something a else bad I've, analogy but it, yeah you know well something i read today and i'm gonna post on my instagram story tomorrow i just didn't want to today because it's, it's more of a serious undertone but it's like feel the things do the things like your heart and like mind and soul should be tired because that means you lived a good life and you really put it all out there and sure you're Mm -hmm. gonna face these rejections whether it's in 
I mean, we've been talking about stay in the job sense, but whether that's relationships, friendships, like internally that are mm-hmm. going to bring you down, but like that means that you had something good and have something good to still contribute. Like you wouldn't go True. through the hard times if something better wasn't waiting. Yes. True. And that's Facts. that on that. Mm-hmm. That is that on that. I think that wraps up this podcast episode. Honestly, we're about, we are at an hour, we're an hour, an hour and yeah. five minutes. So I feel like this might be one of our best episodes like we really had some good facts in this you're right i think we did pretty good honestly we got deep yeah we <laughs> but in like we a good deep. way and like a juicy... i'm gonna listen i'm gonna listen to it back and be like wait a minute that's what we talked about <laughs> like i'll be like wait okay. i need to hear this again like i could true use this. we'll be replaying this whenever we're down in the dumps because i've been thinking recently i'm like i feel like part of me and i'm a little past it now but i should have gone back and watched all the girl talks Mm, yeah yeah we used to say that that like <laughs> because these uh, will be i think i would have i think i would have wrecked myself i'm like oh yeah mm-hmm, okay. yeah 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 see Listen what i needed your... to see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but anyway thank you guys so much for listening if you are listening on apple or spotify please rate us five stars and leave us a review we really appreciate it and if you're watching on youtube i hope you enjoyed all of our facial expressions just like hannah's doing right now um like subscribe comment down below any suggestions you want for the next pod and we will see you in an episode really soon bye bye yeah